Welcome, listeners. This is Chloe bringing you episode two of CGA Podcasting. Today's book of discussion is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by Victoria Schwab. Before we begin, I have a fun fact to share. Schwab has revealed that this book was in the making for 10 years from start to finish, so between her first idea and the final publishing was 10 whole years. Thankfully for her, it has become very popular amongst YA fans. You can find baffled readers sharing their takes on it everywhere from TikTok to Instagram. Now before we get to the fun stuff, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Episode 2 is brought to you by McDonald's, the largest fast food chain in the world. Try our new deluxe crispy chicken sandwich in a location near you. Take the survey on our website and let us know if we've successfully beat Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. Please, we're begging you. Alright, back to episode 2. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue is a thrilling fantasy novel centered around a forgotten young girl who was born in France at the end of the 17th century. Why forgotten, you may wonder? Well, Addie made a deal with the devil in hopes to escape a forced marriage and an ordinary life. She is promised immortality in exchange for her soul when she wishes to live no more. But there's a catch. In return for her bargain, every person she meets is bound to forget her. This includes her family, friends, lovers, and ordinary people on the street. Similes and imagery are used to compare Addie to her wish of freedom, specifically when she is compared to a tree, and I quote, she would rather be like a tree, left to flourish wild instead of pruned, better than firewood cut down just to burn in someone else's hearth. Over the course of three centuries, the novel follows Addie through setting changes mainly from France to New York. While passing her childhood home here and there, She often has lengthy, detailed flashbacks to her old life with parents who actually remembered her. She grapples with the fact that she is doomed to be forgotten, trying tirelessly to leave a mark on the world. While people may not remember her, she influences them through art, poetry, love, and so on. Come the end of those three centuries, Addie finally meets a person who says the three sacred words, I remember you. This character would be Henry, who also made a deal with the devil. He wishes to be loved and enough to people, but his catch is that everyone now only sees what they want to see in him. He was also only given around a year left of life after he made his bargain. His end is foreshadowed by a watch that takes down the months of his life. This end alludes to the seventh seal seen in the last book of the Bible, which opens what is called the end of the age. Henry's wish is ironic because while he wished to be enough to others, he is now enough for them, but they aren't enough for him. It's impossible to develop significance with another person if they are only enamored with what they want from you. Somehow, because Addie and Henry both made deals with the devil, they are the only ones who see each other in true light. This is where Luke, the devil that Addie has named, comes into play. As a powerful antagonist, he visits her every few years and attempts to bribe her to give up her soul. Even after centuries, she doesn't give in. Luke isn't actually human as he is portrayed in the book, as spirits are inanimate and cannot be seen. This is an example of personification. Addie has shaped Luke into what she wants him to be. The name Luke, spelled L-U-C, mind you, is also symbolic because it is short for Lucifer, a common modern name for the devil. He sets a dark, eerie tone that leaves readers stuck between liking and resenting his character. The internal conflicts of Addie and Henry are beautifully portrayed. Addie struggles to find self-worth as she is on the brink between mortal and immortal. How can a person who no one remembers actually be a person? Repetition is seen when Addie constantly reminds herself aloud, I am Addie LaRue. Just these few words help Addie find meaning in herself since she's never meant anything to someone else.
Henry also struggles with self-worth and maintaining authentic relationships because how can you hold meaning if others only see what they want from you? These complex internal conflicts make Henry and Addie round and dynamic characters. The two of them find love together and marvel in the fact that they are worth something to each other. Henry and Addie are foil characters, but I believe in a sense that you don't see in the majority of books. In this case, they bring out the best in one another, since again they are the only ones who can be anything to each other. The raw relationship between these two characters drives the common theme that we need authentic relationships, and not just in a romantic sense, to thrive. This novel is also an allegory of the statement humans have been pondering for years what it means to be remembered, what it means to matter. Meanwhile, in the plot, Addie is oblivious to the fact that Henry is on borrowed time. Once the end of the novel nears, Henry has but a week left. During this period, Luke shows up once again, wondering how Addie wasn't seeing Henry's end approaching. Luke has been following both of them for the entirety of their lives, so obviously bringing them together was only by his doings. Addie is furious at the two of them for leaving her in the dark the whole time. She knows that all Luke desires is her soul, and at this point he has pretty much accepted that she will never be ready to give it up. But because of her love for Henry, she offers to sacrifice her soul if he gets to live. Luke agrees, but Addie doesn't leave us completely hanging. She claims that she will torment Luke for eternity until he gives up and allows her to live once again. Readers are meant to sympathize with Addie, Henry, and even Luke at times as their lives become a whirlwind of romance and fear. I highly recommend this book. Schwab's unique writing style really dazzled me as a first-time fantasy reader. The 10 years she spent constructing this novel was definitely worth it. I was unable to put it down during my road trip, and for a bit of a lengthy book, I finished it in under two days, which is kind of unusual for me. You can find this great read online or in any bookstore near you. That's a wrap for episode two of CGA Podcasting. Thanks for tuning in, listeners, and keep an eye out for episode three coming soon.